Hi, my name is Barb Nangle. I'm the founder of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole, Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery. This is episode 10, My Tools of Recovery, part three, Focus on Me. This is the third part of my three-part series on my most important tools of recovery, keeping the focus on me. As a reminder, my number one most important tool of recovery is pausing. My number two most important tool is reaching out, whether that be to another person or my higher power. And the topic of this episode, my number three most important tool, keeping the focus on me, which means several things. It means asking myself in a given situation, what do I want or what do I need right now? It also means minding my own business. It means understanding my part in things, which I can only do if I keep the focus on me. And it means engaging in self-care. I'm going to unpack all of those in a moment. First, let's tackle what it means to ask myself, what do I want or need in a given situation? This is the alternative to my former way of being before recovery, where I kept the focus on others or at least outside of myself all the time. This meant both so as to rescue others as well as to find fault with others or with situations going on around me to blame them for my misery. An example of me learning to keep the focus on me is that I recently hosted an event and there was a relative who was coming to the event and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have to go out to dinner with them afterwards, which I really didn't want to do. And then I realized I don't have to do anything I don't want to. I don't have to spend time with this person. It's very difficult for me to be healthy around this person, so I don't have to spend time with them. I find it extremely challenging to maintain my healthy boundaries with this person, so I make sure to spend very short windows of time with them. And being at the event was definitely going to be enough for me. I certainly didn't want to go out to dinner and be with them in a small group after being at the event. So I just made sure that I had plans after the event. So if they asked me to go out to dinner, which by the way, they did, I said, nope, I'm not available. And I didn't feel the need to offer an explanation or anything. So really figuring out what I wanted helped me in that situation or more accurately figuring out what I didn't want helped me. What I wanted was peace and I didn't want to spend time with that person. The other thing that helped me was planning. I knew that if I already had plans in place, there'd be no way I'd cave into my people pleasing ways of the past and say, okay, I'll go with you. Another aspect of keeping the focus on me has to do with what I call minding my own business. This is related to boundaries, which have become extremely important in my recovery. And one example of a boundary is knowing what's my business and what's not my business. A minor example is if I hear someone mispronounce a word, If I'm keeping the focus on me, it's not my business if they're mispronouncing the word. I've learned in recovery that it's actually controlling to correct people's pronunciation and grammar. Who knew? Another minor example of minding my own business is when I hear somebody asking for directions to someplace I know. 
and the person giving them directions tells them a way that's not the most efficient or not the easiest way to get there. Now I just let it go. In the past, there is no way I would have let that go. I would have said something like, wait, there's actually a better way to get there, you know, because my way was always the right way. Now I realize it's none of my business if they didn't ask me and they asked the other person. Now, if the person gave completely incorrect directions, that's a whole nother story. And I would certainly say something, but I'd couch it in a completely different way than I would have in the past. In the past, I probably would have said, that's wrong. You need, what you need to do is X, Y, Z. Now I'd say something like, I'm not so sure that's correct. I think if you go ABC way, or I might say, I didn't know you could get that way, get there that way. So as not to assume I'm right and the other person is wrong. Because I've learned, in fact, that I am often wrong. But in the past, I always assumed I was right and everyone else was wrong. Though I really didn't always realize that. I don't need to come to people's rescue all the time, take on the world all the time, because it's none of my business unless people ask me. Then I can choose for it to be my business if I want. Another example is if someone is talking about a difficulty they're having and they have not asked for my help. I don't offer it. It's none of my business. If I'm paying attention to what's going on with me, I'm not focused on them. In fact, I might use this as an opportunity to see a difficulty that I'm having in a new light by hearing them share about what's going on for them. What's different now is if I feel like I can really be helpful to them, then I ask them, are you looking for feedback or just venting? Or sometimes I might say, I feel some unsolicited advice coming and I don't want to give it to you if you don't want to hear it. It's also none of my business if two people are disagreeing in front of me. And it's none of my business if someone is failing at something. And if I've made it clear that I'm there for someone in recovery if they need me, it's none of my business if they are hurting themselves or if they're relapsing. If they don't want my help, then it's none of my business to help them. Another very important aspect of keeping the focus on me has to do with understanding my part in things. This has been my greatest gift of recovery, learning my part in things. Before recovery, I honestly didn't know that I was doing anything to create the discord, lack of peace, anxiety, and tension I had in my life at almost all times. I blamed all of you and the world at large for all of my problems. This was not entirely conscious, by the way, but I was walking around in the world blaming everyone else and the world for everything that went wrong in my life. I've really come to understand what I was doing to create chaos to exacerbate chaos, to draw chaotic people near me, and to be drawn toward chaotic situations, etc. In recovery, particularly in doing step four, which is where we take a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves, 
I finally learned what I was doing to make those bad things happen or make them worse. It was a lot of different things, including not pausing, not reaching out, and not keeping the focus on me, which is why these three things are my most important tools of recovery. Using them has dramatically changed the way I operate in the world. Notice that I didn't change the world around me. I changed me, which is the only thing I have control over. And learning my part in things really came from keeping the focus on me. So if I go into a situation and something happens where someone's pissing me off, for example, I'm never going to get to peace, which is what I want now that I've had a taste of it. If I don't keep the focus on me, if I'm worried about them and what they're doing and I don't keep the focus on me, there's nothing I can do to change the situation. But if I keep the focus on me, then I can do something about that. So this goes back to the thing I said in one of the last couple episodes about if I am disturbed, there is something wrong with me. Again, that doesn't mean nobody did anything wrong or there isn't something wrong with the situation. It means that if I want to be undisturbed, then I'm the one with the problem and I'm the one with the solution. And the solution is to keep the focus on me. What do I want or need in that situation to get to peace? What do I need to do in that situation to get to peace? I simply can't get to peace if I'm focusing on others or on things outside of me. The last example of keeping the focus on me that I'm going to talk about has to do with self-care. If I were to boil down all of the things I've learned in recovery into one thing, I'd say it has to do with self-care. We have to learn to take care of ourselves as if we were beloved and we are beloved, most notably by our higher power. Now, learning to take care of ourselves as if we were beloved is a monumental task for many of us, especially if we were taught to abandon ourselves growing up. And taking care of ourselves, in my opinion, means showing up for others in our lives as a healthy, sane, well-boundaried person who can be counted on to be consistent who will show up as the same person every time or close to every time, someone who others will know who they are getting, which means I can also count on me to be consistent. I can rely on myself to take care of myself, which means I'm not waiting for other people to take care of me or take care of whatever situation is pissing me off. Focusing on me means I take care of myself by not rescuing others, not focusing on others, not putting myself in harm's way, not going into dangerous or unsafe situations. Keeping the focus on me entails taking care of myself. A very basic example from my life is this. Let's say I have a whole list of things to do for the day or even for the next little while. And one of those things is self-care. I've learned that I need to keep the focus on me and take care of myself first, which is really new for me. 
Remember what they say on airplane flights, put the oxygen mask on yourself first before you put it on someone that's near you or that you're caring for. Because if you pass out from lack of oxygen because you don't have a mask on, you can't help anybody. So if I want to help people heal and create lasting behavior change in their lives, which I do, then I have to take care of myself first. That's it for today's episode. I hope this has been helpful hearing about all the ways in which I keep the focus on me. That's it for today. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like and subscribe so you can get future episodes of my podcast.